What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I don't even know what episode this is. It's probably like episode 20, 28 or something. I'm not sure. But there was a lot, a lot of fights, a lot of going on this past weekend. There was college football. Fresno State won the Las Vegas Bowl against Arizona State. Um, there was NFL games on Saturday and Sunday. There was football Monday. There was football Thursday. There was a boxing fight on Saturday. There was a Bellsport uh, MMA on Friday and Saturday. And then there was a UFC event on Saturday. So there's a lot to go over. To begin with, um, I want to talk about the Canelo fight. He beat. Uh, I thought going to the fight that it wasn't be a tough fight for Canelo because the guy had um, he had range. Uh, he had a long jab. He had a nasty inside hook. Um, he was like Canelo was up to the guy's chest, so I thought this guy was gonna use his distance to his advantage, and he looked like a tough guy. Um, I believe he was undefeated. Um, from England. He was the super middleweight champion. And Canelo destroyed him within three rounds. A bunch of uh, hits to the body. A lot of liver shots. Knocked him down, I believe, three times. And I believe him or his corner called it within three rounds. So Canelo is the... I believe he has three or four bouts now. And this guy's a animal. And I, I watched the the fight. It wasn't on pay-per-view or anywhere. It was on an app called The Zone. So I, I, I'm trying their free trial right now. I liked it. Um, I like uh, how they had the countdown, the build-up to the fight. Um, I mean, I like it. It's a good app. Um, after the 30-day trial, you pay $10 a month. I mean... I'm not too sure I'm going to keep it, but we'll see. I mean, if there's fights like that going on, then for sure I'm going to keep it. And a fight that was on that card was Ryan Garcia. And it was my first time seeing him live. Not live in person, but live on, uh, like, my first, like, without watching, like, a highlight. It was, like, my first live introduction to Ryan Garcia. And he did phenomenal. He had a... TKO victory, he's very young, um, but he's gaining experience, and, you know, I look forward to seeing that guy uh, just flourish, another Mexican to root for between him and Canelo and many others, and I want to jump into the Bellator fight that happened on Friday, it was for the lightweight championship, it was Premis versus Michael Chandler, and it was a tough fight for Michael Chandler. Like, I thought the first fight between them was a fluke. Of course, it was a fluke because um, Chandler lost his belt due to injury. Um, but it's been 18 months since they last fought, and it was a it was a real tough fight for uh, for Chandler. He did dominate most of the fight. And he did win his belt back, but I felt like it was a real tough fight. Like, um, I don't know, premise was that tough, um, but it was it was a real good fight. Um, I mean, I would, I mean, 
I would like to see Michael Chandler fight in the UFC to see how he stacks up against the top five. For sure, if he was in the UFC, he would be a top five lightweight for sure. And I would like to see what he does. He has fantastic wrestling and he has... He's like a... For me, he reminds me of a bigger Chad Mendes. And, you know, Chad Mendes had multiple title chances. So I feel like... Like, Michael Chandler will make some noise if he was at lightweight. Lightweight's fun. And the UFC had an event on Saturday. Um, the main event was Al Iaquinta versus Kevin Lee. And it came down to a decision victory for Al Iaquinta. Uh, for me, I scored it. I scored that... Um, that Kevin Lee won by split decision, but the judges scored the fight that Iaquinta won a unanimous decision, but Dana White also agreed with the judges. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, Kevin Lee had multiple opportunities to sink in a rear naked choke on Iaquinta. Iaquinta's a tough, tough guy, um, but, I mean, that's what happens when you leave it up to the judges. I mean, you never know the outcome of the fight, uh, they see something different than the fans see, than the commentators see, uh, but Dana White agreed with the judges that Iaquinta did more than enough to win every single round of the, out of the five-round fight, and Kevin Lee's still young, he's still learning, he's still growing, uh, and I believe Iaquinta's now in the top four, and they're talking about, and I believe he called this shot. I believe he's uh, called a shot that he would like to fight. Um, El Gugui or he would like to fight Conor McGregor next. I mean, I ain't mad at either of those. And the co-main event was Edson Barboza versus Dan Hooker. Uh, going in. Well, like, I've been a big fan of Dan Hooker. You know, he's been fighting, like, lower-ranked opponents and destroying them. And I was, ex I was excited that the UFC was giving him the opportunity to fight uh, a top-five lightweight. Like, he was, like, I believe he was 14 ra 14th ranked going into this fight. And I was excited to see how, how he would stack up against the, the creme de la creme of the lightweight division. And for me, he was a dark horse. I'm like, man, this guy's a dark horse. He does everything pretty well. And I can't believe... Well, he's a very... Like, in this fight, um, Edson, like, destroyed his legs, destroyed his body, uh, pounded his face in. Like, this is, like, the best version that I've seen of Edson Barboza. Like, he was a monster in this fight. Yeah, uh, I believe it was a... Second or third round TKO, like Dan. Shout out to Dan Hooker. It's a ruthless sport, and only the tough and smart survive. And it it, it was crazy to see uh, how much a, how much of a beating a human being could take and still stand up and still push forward and fight. Shout out Dan Hooker. Shout out Edson Barboza. What a fight. What a co-main event. What a what a card to end um, the Fox deal that the UFC had and next year they're jumping into the ESPN deal which I believe is a five year deal and some breaking news on 
the UFC is they set up a a very very fun uh, featherweight fight between Jeremy Stevens and Zabit. And Zabit's a very good up and comer. He does everything really well. He's very unorthodox with his striking. Like I'm excited to see how he stacks up against Jeremy Stevens. In my opinion, Jeremy Stevens is a for sure top four uh, featherweight. Guy's ruthless, brings bombs every fight, and I can't wait to see that. And that's it with my coverage for MMA. That's it with my coverage for combat sports. And I want to jump into the NFL portion of my episode. Uh, the Viking, like I'm gonna go off on the the key wins, the key victories this past week. Uh, the Vikings beat the Dolphins. The the Browns are still in the hunt. 49ers beat the Seahawks. Saints beat the Panthers. I believe the Panthers might slightly be out of the hunt right now. Uh, big victory for the Eagles, who are still in the hunt. They beat the Rams. Uh, Coats shut out the the Cowboys. And Steelers beat the Patriots in a very uh, good and tough game. Uh, my dark horse in the AFC, and they're not in the wild card just yet, but they are in the hunt, is the Colts because they have a fantastic offense. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They have a young, fast, uh, very well-coached defense. Um, so they're my dark horse to make some noise in the wild card. Um, I don't think anyone expected Andrew Luck to do much this year, but he's playing pretty fantastic. And Marlon Mack, is, he got down last game, and I benched him in fantasy, and that's one of the, one of the reasons I lost this past week in fantasy because I benched him, and he had like almost 30 points. Um, Nick Foles led the led the Eagles to a big victory over the Rams, which they are technically still in the hunt. And so, even though the Seahawks lost, even though they lost, they're still the fifth seed in the NFC. The Vikings are the sixth seed. I believe they're a game or I believe they're a game or two above the other people, the other. Players in the hunt, the other teams in the hunt. I believe with one more victory, they'll secure the sixth seed. And hopefully the Seahawks, well, personally, I'm a Viking fan. So hopefully the Seahawks lose the next two games so the Vikings can hit the fifth seed. So the Vikings, so I hope the Vikings play the Cowboys in the wild card. Because even though I have a lot of confidence in my team, I don't want to see them go up go up to Chicago and face the Bears. I'd rather see them go to a dome and play against a dome team. Dome on dome. I feel like they have a very good chance to beat the Cowboys if that happens. I'm also supremely confident that they will be able to beat the Bears in Chicago because Kirk Cousins comes out of Washington which he's used to playing in the cold still. Uh, but I'm just excited to see that Delvin Cook and Delvin Cook. Uh, this is basically this coming out party this past game. Uh, he was a beast this past game. And that pass rush from the Vikings is relentless. And I believe there's two more weeks left into the regular season. Then the playoffs start. And we got 
national championship and bowl games coming up too. And many more. We got the Gustafson versus Jones 2 fight coming up. And then we got the Charlo twin brothers fighting, I believe, this weekend. So I'm going to drop another episode, drop another Pick'ems episode this upcoming week. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm out.